welcome to the Disney Plus or Minus podcast. Wow, that was great. Thank you. This is our first time, so, you know. Uh, I'm Danielle. Hi, I'm Natalie. We're friends. <laughs> eh. Something like that. <laughs> and um, so here's, this is a podcast about... It is? It is. Weird. It is now. It is as of a minute ago. Wow. When we started recording. Uh, this, well, recently, you know, Disney Plus emerged, um, and everyone freaked out about it, it and it's been a blessing in my life. I've been really excited about it. I've been using her mom's, uh, login. She has. Sorry, mom, if you're listening to this. I didn't share it with anyone, except (laughs) just Natalie. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, but on it, there are many, many, many treasures that fall under the umbrella of Disney Channel original movies. This is true. This is true. And we, I personally love Disney Channel original movies. Grew up watching them all the time. Would like wait for like the one of the month. Like I did, but you know the interesting thing I found we had a very different taste. Like I wasn't a Xenon girl, I and loved you were Xenon. loved it so much. And you what was like your love, favorite? Uh, double teamed, obviously. That was your favorite Disney yeah, Channel. I was an movie? athletic girl. So was I. Listen. It's just, there's just some things we'll never agree on. What was, like, Luck of the Irish your second favorite? No, not even close. <laughs> Don't offend me. Um, well, double teamed is your number one. I'm just already questioning the idea of this whole entire thing. Hot take, don't look like sisters. Oof. <laughs> we'll get to that one. That's right. later down the line. It's coming, it's um, coming. All right. So, I mean, we're just going to, you know, recap our favorite. No, maybe not even our favorite. Just well, recap all of them. Uh, hold, hold on. All right. Hold, hold yeah, your horses here. Hell. <laughs> Um, why is it plus or minus? That just doesn't make sense to my brain. Wow. What a good question, Natalie. Well, some people might think, you know, plus or minus, good or bad, which like, sure, we're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of the Disney Channel. The bag. Yeah, I heard that. All right. All right. Fine. The bad, the ugly of the Disney Channel original movies. Um, but something you also might not know about Natalie and I is that we're big math nerds. So we're going to do some, some math busting. Math busting. I like to flex the math brain as often as possible. Yeah, and it just, it kind of naturally came up. It did. On the first watch of a Disney Channel original movie. Um, I'm that, like, that can't make sense. <laughs> just Let's figure out why it doesn't make sense. Yeah, so in our, in our recap, we'll also be uh, exploring some of those iconic moments of Disney Channel original movies. And, and math busting them. And math busting them. So welcome. All right. Let's go. Natalie, what's our first movie that we're looking at? Wow. So excited for this moment. <laughs> Me too. The 13th year. Whew. All I'm going to say is what Disney says, which is the one <laughs> sentence they wrote about it on uh, Disney+. Plus. It says, Cody learns he can communicate with fish as he nears his 13th birthday. Wow. That's a one-liner if I ever heard one. I feel like I've already watched the film. Basically. Is this Finding Nemo, essentially? Initial release was May 15th, 1999. Ooh. This is actually the second year into the Gen Z generation. Uh, yes, the actual. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. They, not, were, they were alive. We're not those people. No, but we're not. But they were alive. They were alive. Congrats. Uh, the uh, genre. Oh, my God. Love it. Coming of age, comma, fantasy. That's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. One hour, 28 minutes. Classic runtime. And on Rotten Tomatoes, 54%. Honestly? Honestly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gonna happen so much. <laughs> pretty decent. Pretty decent. For a Disney Channel original movie, I think a fifty-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes is like pretty good. Yeah, yeah. 
So good for them. Yeah, good, good for, for you. Thirteenth year. Good for you. Good Love for you. to see it. Love to see it. So what we chose to do was we before we watched it, we wrote our pre movie thoughts of what we were called. I'm gonna say the last time I watched this movie was likely the early two thousands. Oh, you? same, hands down. Um, and you'll, you'll I'll, when I say my pre movie thoughts, that'll come up. Why? What also. are your pre movie thoughts? Okay, so for some reason, <laughs> I really remember hating this movie. Like I, I when like we recount. Disney Channel original movies, I'm like, 13th year, ugh, that one. And I have no idea why. Um, so I must have seen it once, apparently not liked it. I don't know. Uh, definitely wasn't one of my favorites. And I have this, I know that he, there's this kid, right? All of a sudden he turns into, like, a merman on his birthday. He's pretty freaked out. I have this, like, image of someone sitting in a bathtub and, like, with a big tail turning into a mermaid. Come to realize it's actually not this movie. But, you know, I, that's, like, what I had in my brain for some reason. And then there's probably some sport involved, as there, like, <laughs> usually is. Likely swimming. Um, and that's that, those are my pre-movie thoughts. That I was like, I don't like this one. Kid turns into a mermaid. Quote, there's probably a scene of him in a bathtub with a big tail. <laughs> Honestly, love that. That's what I thought. That was my... All right, here's know. mine. But I'm not going to lie to you. I accidentally watched the preview before I wrote oh, my pre-movie thoughts. So it influenced... Right. But there were... Listen... Listen, you, we all make mistakes. Okay. Forgive me for them. I got you. I'm sure I'm about to make 12 more. So, so the first sentence bag, comes you know? from that. The others are just truly what I remember. Okay. okay. That he's popular, athletic, and hyper-masculine. Oof. Gotta Oof. throw in some generational Real language. And when he turns 13, he starts turning into a mermaid and is super upset about it and is embarrassed and needs to hide himself. As most people would if they turned into a mermaid. Yes. Yeah. And specifically, I have two specific memories in the movie. Him swimming in a race and lifting up his arms and his fin showing and me having the starting of anxiety. Oh no, this is what this is what did it for you. It was this moment. And I was like, like no. what is this feeling? Secondly, I remember him being extremely thirsty. Like like for he was water. like posting like things on Instagram, like thirst traps, trying Bruh. to get trying to get the thirst. <laughs> Turns out both. Ah, oh, you're after so after watching that. Wow. But uh, I remember that I remember him drinking from a water fountain for like an <laughs> like, absurd <laughs> amount of time. Wait, again, the pre-movie thoughts. Also, he gets really thirsty in parentheses, like for water. I had to say, thank you for the clarification because I, I I was confused. All right, so um, shall we dive into it? Yeah, I have to say, as a math teacher and a flex right now, also a science teacher. Wow. Yeah. Really flexing on us. I felt the need to do this aquatic movie through an environmental lens. A aquatic. Bit. Aquatic. <laughs> I know. A bit through an environmental lens. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So, like, the opening scene is mom. <sighs> real mom. Real mom. Mermom. Mermom. I refer to her as mermom. All right. She's swimming. She's holding him, and he's draped in a fishing net. And my first thought was, why is he draped in a fishing net? And then I thought, oh, right. Because more than 40% of all plastic in the water is actually just plastic fishing nets. Fun Aww. fact. Isn't it a fun <laughs> Fun is a strange <laughs> term. Um, but, yeah, yikes. That's This movie hasn't aged well. It's, it's, just, just, it's just upsetting. It's just, it's just really sad. more upsetting. Actually, when I was watching his mom swimming with him in the beginning and in various other scenes and saw how disgusting the reef they tried to create was, it was like, two pieces of seaweed like floating and then really dark and dusty it was that's like no accurate. yeah well, that's like what it is now <laughs> but i know but they didn't actually try to create a reef or have oh. other fish swimming or anything maybe it was budgeting and their ability to i'm sure that underwater that had to do with it. <laughs> i was just talking about the plastic in the oceans but 
you know what? We should never stop talking about the plastic in the oceans, except for right now when I'm going to talk about my first impression. Oh, please. Which was, oh my god, Dave Coulier is in this? Which I hadn't remembered literally at all, and I saw his name pop up on the screen, and I got very excited. Um, And he is... I think he's my shining star throughout this entire film. Um, I actually won't lie. When I saw that, I, you know I don't know pop culture, so I saw the name, didn't think anything until I saw him. But when I saw him, my first thought was, wow, and where is Aunt Becky in this exact moment? Ooh, yikes. Yeah. She's not doing so yeah, hot, let's be honest. Um, I thought of her. I did. She crossed my mind. Aren't we always thinking yeah. of her? Truly. <laughs> Truly. Always. <laughs> always thinking of Aunt Becky. Um I, I see that we also both had um, an interesting take on our first sight of Big John. Wow. That was really jarring for me. Really jarring. Like, so this man, it's, first of all, he, he literally in the in the opening sequence, again, when they're saying, like, the names, it says playing Big John in quotes, which I loved. I was like, who is Big John? And right. why are they presenting it in this way? Um, and you just see him on his, on his boat. He's just like, I don't know, like, middle-aged, almost round white man. That's yeah. just, you know, that's him. And he's wearing this red hat <laughs> that, to me, I it was distracting for a good I was three minutes so of viewing. I was so distracted by it because uh, I, I thought, this sorry, is 1999. Sorry. Red hat with white lettering on it. Right. So it's, uh, it's, it says something about, like, fishing, fishing or something. Yeah. like Yeah, but, like, it took, I was like, what does that say? And I got real upset and, like, could Truly not focus same. on anything. For the next five minutes of, of viewing. I, I did a, what's the double take, the kind of double take you do where you actually never stop staring at the screen between? I, I blinked and then that I opened my eyes sounds impressive. I don't know. <laughs> um, and I opened my eyes for a third time and I was like, oh, it says something about fishing. This was in the year 1999. Obviously those, how do you even say it? MAGA? It's MAGA, yeah. I've never, MAGA hats I've never, never mouthed You've never uttered the, utter, the phrase. Utterance. Um, um, yeah, the yeah. MAGA hats don't exist yet. Yeah, so um, then I thought it can't be, and then I read the word fishing. Yeah. But also just an interesting take of, like, you look at him and you would think yeah, you knew. Yeah, makes sense. Things are lining up. It's, but uh, but it was it was 20 years earlier, so. It was. A prophecy, some might say. It was a prophecy. <laughs> Big John was wow, the prophecy. Wow, it's like the dream that Danny has in season two in Carth. Wow, um, but it's not actually snow, it's ash. Spoiler alert for Sorry. Oh, people who haven't we never met who haven't been on the internet <laughs> ever in the past eight years. Um, yeah. Oh, another thing that I loved was he was in his boat, right? And he's like trying to find this lovely mermaid uh, who we find is like Cody's mom. And it says sonar fish finder. And I meant to actually look this up, but are like are sonar sonar fish finders real things? Like, is that how people fish? Listen, it's called a, a, a Google. It is. Um, I thought it was hysterical. I was like, he's, it's just like going around like this little like red Doppler, like, I mean, green Doppler radar. Sonar Technologies is a company, so. <laughs> okay. It's possible. So like possible, it looks possible, but the way he was doing it seemed, mm. seems a little, you know, unrealistic, but hey, that's how you're going to find a mermaid, I guess. Do you feel like we're accurately explaining the film at all? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're almost too accurately explaining. I think we're almost two and a half minutes into the film. So, um, all right, all right. So let's let's Listen. fast forward a little bit. Uh, what what happens next? Oh, oh right. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. One more thing on this on this theme of the hat with white lettering. <laughs> Literally, the one comment he made to her was he like yelled across the water that she was beautiful. And oh, my first God, thought was, of course. My first thought was, how did how did she take that? It's like catcalling, but 
But in the ocean. But it's like a fish calling. Fish calling. Fish call- catfish calling. Catfish calling. Catfish wow. calling. Wow. You truly wow. just came up with that in this I moment. I did. That was good. Wow. Catfish calling. You saying that makes it seem like I didn't, but I really no, but did. that's why I said it, because if I didn't say it, it would have felt like you did. No, but I really, yeah, that, he was catfish calling. Wow. Terrible. Wow. All right. So this, this woman, right, she's swimming. She's got this baby in yeah. the terrible fish nets that are destroying our planet uh, very quickly. And then she, like, dumps it in the back of a boat that this lovely young couple in love, and uh, who, by the way, say something about, like, getting away from, like, the capitalistic society. And I was like, yes, I'm here for you. Again, really great for 1999, um, in my opinion. And one of those people is a young Dave Coulier, which you love to see. Um, He's doing great. And they just leave this baby. She leaves this baby in the back of their boat. I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? There's, that's your baby. I can't lie to you. I was already a little bit fuzzy in that, at that time. Like, I was already having difficulty concentrating um, at that moment. Because of the hat still or because just in of, general? Because, because of, of the, all of the, every, like, all the factors stimuli that were going. Yeah, no, there was a lot. So I didn't even think that much of that. Yeah, no, I was a little confused, I must say. And then these people are just, like, boating along, and then they hear, a, like, a, something crying. And Dave Coulier is like, oh, yeah, it's just a baby crying. And he's like, oh, no, a baby crying. And they find this baby. And then the first thing this woman says, can we keep him? Like, it's a freaking animal they found in the street. I was like, you're just, you're just going to keep him? And they, like, take him, and they go home with him, and... I'm like, oh, you're not gonna like call the police. You're not gonna like look around and see like who's baby. But later, baby is later, this? you later do they learn. do. You do learn, and you I did learn. They went to the police. I did write that in my notes. So you, I did. No, you, you thought the worst of them, but that's the kind of person that you are. Because the way that the movie makes it seem makes it seem like they're just like strange baby. Seems like it's ours. Pick it up. Go home. Like it's no big deal. Like it was literally just, a, I don't know, like a cat they found, like a stray cat running around the Listen, block. Listen, everyone has their own thing. So we fast forward, kids growing up, they have this boat, and uh, I had my uh, okay boomer moment when this woman on the boat goes, the last boat I was on had snacks, and I just truly thought of that woman in Thailand with the hat. Oh my god, I do. Oh my god, wow. What a terrible memory I repressed. Yes, we were in Thailand on our way to um, Fifi. I know, that is a flex. And Oh my god, this woman. Basically, everyone else there was not an American tourist, and these other two women were the only other American tourist. And they were probably in their 50s, I want to say. Yeah. Late 50s, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, God damn it, they're going to make us look bad. Like, even just when I heard their accents immediately. Um, and <laughs> among many other things, there was a moment on the boat where I was standing up because we were on this beautiful oh God, water and there yes. was a breeze. And she literally tapped me and goes, can you sit down? I can't see. And I was like, dude, we're on a boat. Look in any direction. Any direction. Any direction. Like, we weren't enclosed in this thing. We're on, like, a little speedboat. And do you know like, what? Just look out to your right or to your left or in front of you or behind you. Like, you'll see it. I promise. And I didn't have this terminology yet. But no. if I had, I would have turned and but said... It's- Okay, okay, boomer. <laughs> but instead, I was probably just like, uh, okay, and sat down, but then fumed about it for like four more hours. Whereas had you uttered the word boomer, it would have felt a lot better. In it really moment. would have. Um, God, what did we do before we had boomer? Nothing. I don't know. Listen, whatever. Thank, thank the Lord that we have it now. So, I mean, we get ahead a little bit now. We finally get to uh, the swimming piece, which is obviously the most significant part of the film. And yes. we meet his coach. Yes. Truly the wisest he, man. You know what? Sometimes I feel like a lot of a lot of movies, especially like kids' movies, like 
like uh, they show coaches as kind of like really like aggressive and like do. not super pleasant people. I think throughout this movie, the coach is like pretty stable and pretty kind and pretty encouraging. Not like the there's I have some quotes later which are just lovely of the things that he said to his team like before the most important meet of their lives. Um, but he's like you know he's pretty all right all around. I I love I was there for him. My one thing though, my one thing was I saw him in a suit and I first thought, oh my god, that sounds. Horrible and hot in a warm, An indoor pool. chlorine <laughs> room. And then secondly, I thought, truly, I've never seen a coach wearing a suit other than football or basketball. And then I wondered, yeah. do swimming coaches wear suits? I can't. I don't think I've ever been to a swimming meet. Yeah, I never. Why would I have? So I don't. I don't know. But I just thought of the sports that I do know. Baseball coaches would never wear no. a suit. On top of the fact that you cannot wear jeans coaching or you will get written up you by will. other coaches. It's happened before. Yeah, it's happened True to, story. To, to me. <laughs> to me. And, like, I mean, I ran track for eight years and my coaches were always in, like, sweatpants, like, running alongside yeah. us. So, like, not possible in a, in a suit. No. Um, what in... I mean, what other sports even are there? <laughs> That's... <laughs> What a statement. Um, Sorry. Volleyball is questionable. I've seen it I guess both ways. I've seen people be pretty pretty fancy for volleyball, but also pretty athletic. Volleyball feels the same as basketball. I would go, exactly, because it's like on a court. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. But, but yeah, so equestrian, what do you think? Oh, I think everyone's wearing suits, even the players. <laughs> yeah, true. That's the thing about equestrian. <laughs> anyway, so, okay. Anyway, so anyway, before before point. we get to, sorry, this one next important part. So the meet's happening, right? Cody should be there, but he's on this boat with this boomer. Because his parents are, like, trying to fix their boat, whatever. And, obviously, he has to be at the meet. So here's my big, like, gripe with this. When you are at a meet, you need to check into your event easily 40 minutes before it goes off. Yeah. You need to be warming up. Like, the if you show up any later than that, they just will not let you compete. That's just how those things run. And so I was, that was the inaccuracy that I was really held up against here. Again, I ran, I ran track for a long time. So I was just like the, my anxiety, this is where I saw anxiety for the first time. Yeah. Where I was just like, you need to be there, Cody. What are you doing? Yeah. I, I truly, I didn't even think of that. It's all I could think about. I didn't think <laughs> it's about all it at all. I could think about. I was just thinking of the next moment, which I'm so thrilled to share. Yes. Um, Cause I think this, this <laughs> might bring us to, our first math bus. This is a math this, bus, right? Here. This is who are you gonna call? Math, math busters. <laughs> I need a I, I need a jingle for we this. We do. Insert, it will come. Insert jingle. It's time for math busters. So his mom's like, take the ferry. He's like, great idea, mom. Like as if that was the most unbelievable <laughs> idea in the world. And uh, he's going to get the ferry and he just misses it. And the guy's like, take the next one. Because, you know, normally, you know, when's the next one going to come? Not a big deal. But for Cody, big deal. He was already he needs so, to late. Make the meet. so late. So what does he do? He jumps into the water and starts swimming. Shoes on. Shoes on. He's wearing on. like Timberland boots. Like, Tim's. like work boots. That, again, that's, again, what upset me most. Didn't even Whatever. notice that if Just, I'm honest Oh, my God, I can't. So here's the thing. He starts swimming, and he starts soon overtaking this boat. Now, mind <laughs> you, this is a car ferry, right? So it's a ferry boat. It has cars on it as well. And I understand the boat probably just started moving. It probably hadn't reached its top speed yet at this point. Yes, very accurate. Just left the dock. Right. Let's give it, give it some time. But. Going to get to top speed. It's several moments because they flash back to the swim meet and then back yep. to him. Yep. So it had probably started gaining some speed. Right? Absolutely. So here's my math bust here. And this is a very simple math bust, by the way. Yeah. So the average car ferry speed is 29 miles an hour. 
So we think, okay, seems pretty fast, but how fast does a person swim? Good question. Michael Phelps' top speed. He's a pretty impressive swimmer, mm-hmm. from what I hear. Six miles an hour, right? That is... So, much slower. Much slower a much than, smaller than number. a car ferry. So now we think, okay, hold on. Maybe he's the fastest man swimmer in the world. Cody's not just a man. Cody's not a man. Cody's not just a man. He's a, he is a merman. A merman. So then we say, okay, let's look up a skilled aquatic swimmer, great white shark. I believe the fastest shark. It could be wrong. Could I be have wrong. no opinion on that. I have no idea. I just remember <laughs> when I looked it up, it was giving me other shark options, which, which were significantly slower. Okay. Anyway, great white, white shark top speed. 25 miles per hour. Interesting. So now, riddle me this. An adult great white swimmer been swimming in the ocean their whole life. 25 miles an hour. A young boy, half merman, not fully merman yet, hasn't lived in the water. Swimming faster than that? I don't think so. Seems unlikely. This has been math busted. Math busted. There you go. There you go. Busted. Your first math bust. So, clearly, in reality, he would have missed the meat. Also, why would you swim in a harbor right next to a dirty, disgusting ferry boat? But to each his own. Just dangerous, first of all. Yes. The fact that anyone was not super concerned. Like, I think a few people on the ferry were like, huh, that's weird. But, like, no one really cared that much that this small child was diving in with, like, right next to a motorized vehicle in the water. But whatever, it's fine. Strangely, not something I even took note of. I think I could only be critical at this point, which, I mean, I, I I didn't hate the movie. I didn't, but I was I was really... I feel like I was just so into my moment of, of how is he faster than it true. that I was it's looking a, at It's a great else. question, yeah. honestly. Oh, here is truly, truly my favorite part of the whole film. We skip ahead. Oh, yes, yes, He yes. wins the meet. Who cares, right? Truly, this is insignificant at this moment. Um, no, he doesn't win. He no, he doesn't. Second. He comes in second. With this very mean boy. Uh, Sean. His Sean. name is Sean. He'll come up later. Um, I hate Sean. I think I start hating Sean here, maybe even earlier. Malfoy vibes. Definite Malfoy vibes, yeah, but, like, not cute. So, like, meh, I don't love don't to see I don't think that it. about Malfoy. Wow. Did you see? Wow. I said, so, this is, I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> to pause everything. Hold on. Time out. Uh, rewind. I'm reading Harry Potter for the first time in my life. Also never seen the movies. I'm on book four. Right, Goblet I forgot that you've never seen the movies. I've never read it, but I've seen the movies plenty so of times. So I, I only have an image of him as Like when he's, either, like, 11. Hold on. A- how I imagine him being a jerk, so that makes him ugly. And B, he's an eleven-year-old child gotcha, in gotcha, the gotcha. movies that I'm up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you I, haven't seen him like Deathly Hallows Part Two. Okay, Malfoy. Gotcha, but gotcha, time gotcha. out again because now that I'm reading Harry Potter and I feel like I've Googled it a bunch of times or texted you about it, and we all know that everything that I type in my phone is, you know, part of the um, conspiracy. The, NSA is watching you. It's true. Yes. Um, so I keep getting Harry Potter stuff coming up, and this article came up that was, like, comparing Neville, the character who plays Neville, and the character who plays Malfoy, and, like, how the character who plays Malfoy is, like, not nearly as attractive now as he was, I guess, at the end of the films, and the character that plays Neville is, like, He's only getting hotter. Like, truly, like, it's exponential. It's crazy. I just thought it was hysterical, because now my only vision of Malfoy is this older version. Huh. So you only have 11-year-old baby Malfoy, or, like, not that attractive, like, Almost 30-year-old Malfoy, maybe. Truly. Interesting. Yeah. 
so. I would love to check back in in a few months, maybe when you're done reading and watching all of the films. I don't know either. I think you have to do the first one pretty quick. Four. Oh, you're on four? Yeah. No I'm, way. I'm 54% of the way through. I'm Which is the same percentage that Rotten Tomatoes rated Whoa. this movie. <laughs> that is How's a sign that? if I ever saw one. I think, I don't know what for, but um, something. There you go. There you go. Anyway, so, okay. Wait, so how they, did that come up? Because they were swimming. Sean is like a Malfoy type. Right. He's yes, the kid correct. that actually wins the meet by like literally like a millisecond. Ugh. I was, con- they kept going back and forth between like them swimming and like someone's uh, narrating it the whole time. A commentator yeah. is like doing And I like was trying to keep up and it like wasn't making sense to me. I could have just not been paying attention enough, but whatever. That was, that was my issue in that moment. But that brings us to a really important moment. It's after the meet. Uh, everyone's gone except like the swim team. And then... This is my favorite part. Yeah. So we enter kid with giant horn. I don't know what kind of horn it is. I was going to say French, tuba, but French I don't... Horn? Definitely no. not French. French Bigger tuba. than French. It goes I, around I don't body. know what a tuba looks like, but I think this might be a tuba. I have no idea. I, I'm going to say it was a tuba. Because it okay. was just like giant sure. and big. That and works. I don't know what... What was he, what was he even doing there? I don't even remember. He was like, he was like a, a mascot-esque sort of thing. Yeah. Regardless, he falls in the pool. Um, he does. He falls in the pool, and he's freaking out. He's this, like, tiny kid. He's got this big uh, instrument. His name is His Jess. His name is Jess. That we, we learn that later. Um, and all the swim kids are, like, laughing at him. Like, oh, 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 look at this nerd falling in the pool. And Cody, being the good guy that he is, he's like, hey, guys, don't laugh at him. And then, like, dives in because he's a merman. Um, and don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. Spoiler. We don't. Spoiler alert! Even okay, wasn't wasn't clear from anything else that we've said so far. It like explicitly stating that he was a merman. Um, he jumps in and he takes him out, and then I, I'm gonna let you take this. Oh yes, part please. Of think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes him out of the water, and then the kid is like clearly had been drowning. So I guess there's like water in his lungs. And the only thing I could think in that moment with the way his face looks and the giant glasses he's wearing is squints from Sandlot, right? Hardcore Sandlot vibes. Hardcore Sandlot vibes. I looked up, when did the Sandlot come out? Because I was like, someone stole this from someone because this scene is precisely, and Sandlot is probably my second favorite movie of all time. I think so. After my cousin Vinny, of course. Obviously, yes. God, that could be a whole other thing. I, it always could be. Sandlot's 1993. This is 1999. So I was right so, to think Sandlot yes. vibes. Yes. Right? Yes, yes, yes. And yes. so I'm like waiting for Cody to, you know, do mouth to mouth and for Jess to squeeze his head and try to make out with him because what else would you do if you're squints? Right? Yes. But uh, it didn't happen. No. But anyway. Then throughout the whole movie, all I could think gotcha. when you're I just saw like, Jess, you're thinking squints, squints, you're thinking squints, squints the whole time. Right, 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 right. Cool. So that's, yeah, that's our intro to Jess slash Squints, so might interchange yeah. talking about him all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I might say Squints. And then I think an- another important character to introduce right now is Sam, mm. which is, um, she's another swimmer on the team. She's Cody's friend and Sean's friend, and it's clear that she's got the hats for Cody. I wrote, uh, Sam loves Cody. <laughs> they are in Item, because that's what Dave Coulier says yes. when he But picks you them find up. out right away that they're dating, because they start holding hands and you're 13, so that's, yes. that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. most... No, it's, it's really clear, but, the like, the way she dating. was looking at him, I was like, wow, like, Sam loves Cody. And I was here for Sam, um, which, you know, my... She... Sam gets interesting throughout the movie, for me, personally. Yeah. Um, but... I was like, wow, here for it. Love it. Love this relationship. Because then she like yeah. she turns down Sean. Like, it's great. She like mm-hmm. she makes it super clear that she's Team Cody, which mm-hmm. which I just love. Mm-hmm. All right, what happens next? Cody's birthday party. 
Um, is that where we are? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's what yeah. we're cutting to, his birthday party. Great. His Cut mom makes a beet party. cake. You start oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Bit. Yeah, mom is an interesting character. Yeah, makes a beet cake. It's all like about like the health trends. Love it. Sidebar just shows up on a bike. Um, Sean's mean to him, which, again, I hate Sean. I'm not here for him. It's really rude. Uh, and there's some gift exchanging. There is. There's, this is, this is the mood if I ever saw one. So Sam, right? So there's like a big pile of gifts or whatever. And like Cody runs in the house. Um, cause he was thirsty. Cause he was thirsty. He needed water. water. Yeah. This is our foreshadowing. <laughs> exactly. He was thirsty for water. Um, and I was, I was, when he first took the glass of water, my first thought was I'm going to math bust this cause they're going to show him starting to drink and then they're going to go back and it's going to be done. But they no, surprisingly did They showed him drinking the whole thing. No, they showed him drinking half of it and then they went to her. Oh, and then okay. when they went back to him, there, there was still like some? the same okay. amount. So he like, he drank a decent amount of yeah. it though. Like, for but he didn't drink right so now. fast that it was not possible. No, it so. was very reasonable, but like it was still yeah. like, oh, Cody's drinking a lot of water, yeah. he's thirsty. Um, and so Sam pulls her gift out of the pile and gives it to Cody, and Cody unwraps it to find what I think is the boldest move of all time, the weirdest flex of all time. And I think we have, I think we have like, I mean, it's a weird flex, but like I'm so in support of it. Literally, a photograph, a framed photograph of her self it's just, just her. her it's just her it's just a hey here's a picture of me and Listen, i was but like hold on weird flex does not necessarily mean bad that's true you're right you're it's right. just an interesting way to flex and in this case here for it we stand but yeah exactly i said i have no choice but to stand there was a was was that a kiss or there was like a really really oh that was, was it another yeah this was they they kiss and it's the first sign of him shocking somebody he, there's like a weird electric shock when they kiss mm-hmm. Um, that's when things really start. Yeah. Cause then after this, then he goes to his room and he starts climbing on the ceiling. And my thought was spider pig, spider pig. Yes. But it was really a merman. Uh, yeah. Which apparently that's a thing that mermaids can do. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then he opens the book from Jess and it's the mermaid book or whatever. Mm-hmm. The aquatic sea creatures. Yes. Which creatures of the deep. We also skipped over this, but real quickly, uh, Jess and Cody are working on a project, a science oh, yes. project together. Cody was getting like F's or whatever. And Jess is a very smart, uh, kid who really loves science and like, uh, and marine biology. saying self-deprecating things. Oh yeah. Very self-deprecating. He lives like, for it. He like knows his place in the world and just like lets everybody else know that he knows his place in but the world. But he says it like so nonchalantly. Oh, it, it's wild. I, I think again, I have some great quotes in here. He needed it to stop. Um, it was too much by the end. It was definitely it was, too much. It yeah. really was, it was but whatever. Um, I just, my question for this next moment was... Cody opens the book from Jess, and it's the sea creature book. And I think at that moment, when all these like weird things it was, are starting wasn't it, to happen, uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Oh yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What did I call it? A sea creature book. <laughs> well, I mean, was I wrong? No, I think that you were <laughs> framing it a little differently. But it was is that a real book? Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah. Yes, Natalie. Oh, I never read it, but yes. About what? Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Is it about? <sighs> is it about sea creatures? You know what? I'm Tell me, I'm wrong. Tell me right now. That I'm wrong. Um, anyway, I guarantee point is, is, he all of a sudden they have the... A world tour underwater. I don't think that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah it is. A classic science fiction. Well, can we adventure. go to this question? Can you can go? Can you go? 20, 000. 000. It's pretty simple. simple, really. Wow. It's only three miles. So, oh, so 60,000. Oh, no, a oh. league is three miles. Oh, okay, so 20,000 leagues miles. is 60,000 miles. Um, I don't know. Listen, you know what? I even said... Oh, it's caring. the distance. It's not the depth. Who knew? Honestly. Huh. All right. Anyway. So... He, I guess, wakes up and is like, I want to try to find Jess. 
And ne- cut to the next scene, they're at the beach with all these tide pools, and he just sh- pulls up to the tide pool that Jess is submerged in. Wait. My question is, how did he find him there? I don't know. I Somehow he knew he was there, but I have to read you this quote because, so, right, Jess, literally, head in a tide pool, and Cody's like, what are you doing? And this is what he says. That's how social outcasts spend their days. Find a good spot and stick your head in it. True. <laughs> I think I, like, paused the movie at that point because I, one, needed the whole quote, and two, just had to, like, laugh about that for, like, three minutes. Um, this is when Jess was still funny to me before he was, like, a little too much, but I, I just loved that because I was like, wow, I feel that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, stick your head in it. Stick your head in it. Um, so then he tells his parents, like, there's something wrong with me. Yeah, which I thought was very, very bold. I feel yeah. like most people would, like, most kids, like, in these movies would, like, try to hide it and be like, yeah. oh, nothing's, everything's fine, mom. But, like, he pretty quickly was like, something's wrong with me. Like, help me. I need to I, do something. Because I also think at this point there was no reason for him to think it was anything fish-related. Like, yes. it looked like it could have just been some sort of skin disorder Of course, or yeah. It could have been, like, a, a rash or, yeah. or a but, disease um, or something. So he tells them, and then his mom goes on this whole oh thing about God. it. Not a doctor. Like, we can't have a doctor come here. And I was like, shit, is she an anti-doctor? <laughs> Which, like, to each his own, I guess. But uh, I wouldn't even say I guess. Um, no, I wouldn't say to each his own. That's the part I would take out. Yeah, no. Like, the Dave Coulier was like, well, we could call the doctor. And she's like, did you just say the D word? And yeah. I was like, oh, my God. This woman is insane. And apparently, and I want... Here's my thing is we never learn why she, like, hates doctors we so don't. much. Um, I think maybe she's just, like, really all-natural and, like, likes, you know, doing things the, like, homeopathic way, but, like, mm. to a point where, yeah, I am concerned that she is an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, um, I am. I, I, I am. It's a concern, and you know what? I, I mean, it's a concern, but we'll leave it at that. 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 Um, also, now Jess starts becoming a pretty main character. Oh, by the way, the doctor came and he said it was puberty. It was a pretty, actually a pretty uncomfortable scene for me. Uh, like, it was cringy. It was a cringy scene. Because they were like, can I speak to him alone? Oh, yeah, it was a little like, weird. This and then he's just like, puberty! The yeah. doctor said it was puberty. So, insignificant yeah. in my mind. Yeah, no, I didn't, I think I just rode past that and was like, cool, but, puberty. Um, so then Jess, Jess has one comment in the whole movie about himself. It's not self-deprecating. He mm. says, uh, I'm a pretty brilliant guy. And I was like, oh my god, this is the, the lesson of the movie. He's changing. But then he goes right back to <laughs> Yeah, that's a very short-lived moment, um, which is hysterical. Also, I would like to point out that in his um, escapades of being really, really, really thirsty, I was like, mm. all right, this kid's, like, drinking out of, like, a water bottle. He's got this, like, really dinky, like, semi-reusable, but, like, still, like, a pretty crappy, mm. like, 90s plastic water bottle that he's drinking out of the whole time. And I'm like, all right, at some point, this kid's got to have a gallon jug. Like, there's got to be a scene of him, yeah. giant gallon jug. I don't know what time it is, but at some point I have a note the gallon jug makes its appearance. It does? I, it does. Oh. It does. See, the one I that, was really excited. The one that I remember from that is the scene that I remembered all along, which is when he's drinking for, like, ever, and there's the line of people. Behind him at the That's water fountain the at school. I remember, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think when I, when I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, this is a scene that I've seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, he takes literally forever. Sometimes I feel like that at the gym. Like, same. I just, I need to keep drinking water. Please, you can wait. Yeah. I... Like, I, it's don't not ever, like I don't ever feel bad when there's someone waiting for me. The thing is, I, I feel bad for water. myself when there's people that I'm waiting for them to fill their giant-ass water bottle. Because, like, do you need the whole thing filled in this moment? But if I'm drinking to my mouth, like, I'm thirsty, I need it. You need that water at that moment. I you can't bring it. it with you. Right. So. Also, hot take, our gym needs a water bottle dispenser, really not does. just the fountain ones. But I never bring a water bottle, so. Because I, I have sometimes to carry do. it. Yeah, it depends. That's annoying. 
That's annoying. I would forget it. I would leave it places. Hi. Again, to each his own. To each his own. To each his own. All right. Anyway. Uh, he's all emotional on the beach. He's sitting there. She comes and she, he's like, what'd you do? And he's like, just sitting and looking, which I loved. Um, and then he's not really giving her that much because he's like all freaked out. But like, he doesn't want to tell Sam what's going on with him. So because he doesn't say anything, she goes, you've been a real case lately, Cody Griffin. And I was just like, Wow. What a 90s thing to say. Uh, a it. real case. I loved it. Um, but anyway. All right. Back a little bit. Backtracking a little bit. He starts having these, like, dreams, basically, of his mermom. Mm-hmm. And was this one a dream or was this reality? So it was a dream. But then it, he woke up. He woke up. Like, he heard his parents, like, talking, like, about him because they were worried. And then he, like, yeah. emotionally ran out to go run to the water, as right. you do when you're upset in 13. And so he's wearing a shirt and jorts. Jean shorts. Yeah, it's upsetting to me. And um, he's running on the beach, and he gets to the water, and he takes his shirt off. He leaves his jorts leaves on. Leaves the jorts on to go swimming. The <laughs> most, like, the most amount of material you can so have much on material. in the water, Except in my jeans opinion. themselves. I guess. Uh, the jor- this may even be more resist- more resistance, because the jorts have more gapping, I feel exactly. like. Exactly, so it's the like ankle. they're going to yeah. bubble up more, yeah. and it's going to put more air into it. It's not good yeah. for swimming. It's so not- he's swimming, and he sees his mermom, like, peeking her little head around in the water, and he's like, who's there? And they see each other, and then he gets all excited. And he doesn't have flippers yet, but he's starting to get these, like, scales on his arms. And he's doing these swimming things where he's, like, twisting around. And then he does this, like, dolphin thing where he's, like, you know, moving it's his body like a belly dancer so in the water. It's so wiggly. It's so like, wiggly. Like, I, re- I was watching that, and I was like, that was weird. Yeah. Um, so wiggly. And then he starts going up. He's pretty close to the surface. And he starts going up, and then he just propels himself at least... We want to estimate 12, 12 feet. feet. It looks like about Because it was, like, at feet. least his height and then, like, at, like he was his full body out and then, like, more than his height up again. So, like, a good 12 feet. Yeah, definitely, feet, like, twice his size and, like, yeah. easily, like, clean, like, up. It had a little bit of, like, hang time. Yeah. And then was back down. So, easily 12 feet. And so, my first thought with this is this is not possible. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This must be math busted. <laughs> and so, the research begins. The research did begin. My research began with, I thought, who are people that are able to be in the water and simultaneously push themselves out without touching the bottom? And I was like, ah, I remember from the Olympics that one of the rules for synchronized swimming is you can't touch the bottom. Very difficult. Very difficult. I don't know how they do that. I don't know. When I went to camp, we only had to tread water for 30 seconds to get our allowance to go into the water. That's not a long time at all. No. But I remember it being very difficult. I'm sure it was. So uh, I started looking up synchronized swimming. And they have this move called the egg beater. I love this move. I love it, too. I'm so excited Makes for you to explain it. Makes me think of a KitchenAid. A KitchenAid, you say? $199.99 <laughs> on Amazon. $229 at Best Buy. Best Buy. Don't go to Best Buy for your KitchenAid, folks. And I folks. said to them out loud, I said, I saw this for $30 cheaper on Amazon. And do you know what I got? Ignored. Mm, yeah. So. <laughs> they didn't know what they were doing. So it's called an egg beater. They didn't know where the video they didn't games know were. Anything? I was like, "Where are the Pokemon games?" And they just, I don't know what video games are. Like, I'm not good I think at video that games. Was an exact quote? Oh, um, it may have been. I, I don't, don't know, know what video games are. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the move is called the Egg Beater, and I'm going to read you a little bit about it. So, <clears throat> this move is much like how a manual egg beater works. What is such a thing? Like, like you, you know, you the turning. Turn yeah, 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 yeah. With one leg rotating in a clockwise manner and rotating the other leg in an anti-clockwise manner, I was confused. That's counterclockwise, Counterclockwise. You also can't see me trying to do this with my arms right now, and it's not going well. Synchronized swimmers use this kick because it leaves their hands free to perform strokes. Due to the opposite motion of the kick, 
it is a stable and efficient way for swimmers to attain the necessary height to perform moves above water. So my takeaway from this in reading is they are the, I think, most equipped swimmers to keep their bodies as above as possible, but they never get their whole body exactly. right? So I'm like, okay. Good start. Let's move forward, though, because, again, not human. He's at least half fish at this point. Fish of some sort. So I think, okay, how far can dolphins jump out of water? Because I think dolphins jump it. So anywhere from 15 to 30 feet. So I'm like, aha, this works because that's how high he jumps. So let's see, okay, how do they get themselves out of water? So I'm going to read you a little bit from a website that existed. I don't know where I got this from. <laughs> so don't, uh, don't use this in a Good paper. sources. Love it. <laughs> in order for them to jump high into the air, dolphins will quickly generate speed underwater before performing a jump, and their light, streamlined body <laughs> makes it easy for them to leap into the air at such amazing heights. All right. So there's this bit then, if you go on, about how they basically go really like deep into the water and then they swim basically straight up. And so by the time they get to the surface, they have so much momentum that then they kind of keep going. Right. So clearly he didn't do this. He was very close. Yeah, so that's to the my surface. first thing is like, you can so clearly see the water when he's, the, the and he's sun. like, yeah, like it's like the top of the water. He's like right there. He's like maybe a few feet underneath it and he's swimming around. He's doing some stuff. He's like generating some speed. Sure. But I would like to reread something that Natalie just <laughs> read, which was their sh- light, streamlined body. This kid is in jorts. There's nothing streamlined <laughs> about a pair of freaking jorts. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. Because I understand any clothing you're wearing is giving you a lot of resistance. But I was like, what is the amount of friction from um, jeans. from jeans, mm-hmm. so I start looking up studies that give. I want the the frequency coefficient. I mean the, um, the friction coefficient yeah. for jeans or denim, and I find denim, one denim. study. It's called Studies on Denim <laughs> Fabrics, which we part thought one. Was very hold on, excuse me. Part one: frictional properties. Very Perfect. promising. Yet, so yet promising. the first word of the study, which is coincidentally studies. studies is spelled incorrectly. <laughs> Thus, I read no further. Um, couldn't find any Invalid. other... Invalid. <laughs> couldn't find any other sources. Didn't try. But I wasn't going to use this one, so... Whatever, we anyway, tried. I um, would say, based on the facts presented to us, and the fact that at this moment, he's actually only half fish, and he's wearing jorts, this seems to have been math busted. Right? Sure. But then there's one step further. There is. Which Danielle found this information. I did. This is, this is actually, I believe this is in the Guinness Book of World Records. Wow. Not that I had one on me. It was a Google search. Um, but the highest jump out of water, so for a human, right, wearing a monofin. So a little bit different, a little bit different than what didn't Cody's doing. No, he didn't. He was just, feet. he was still looking straight up like a human. Um, the highest jump out of water is two meters or like almost seven feet. Oh, no, sorry. Like six and a half yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six and a half feet. So pretty high. So I, I think if you combine this knowledge with the dolphin knowledge, the jorts are kind of throwing it off. Wait, the distance is throwing it off. On. They jumped exactly two meters. Like two different people <laughs> set the same exact record precisely two meters on the same day. On this, this Sorry. Is... I, it was achieved jointly by uh. Caesar. Wait, were they two people wearing a monofin? I don't know. Were they two people wearing a monofin? This is three people. (laughs) I'm confused by this statistic that I have found. Whatever. Um, Point is, is, with the Italians, you know? With the jorts, 
With the Jordan, it's not. I don't think it's high. It's not possible. It's uh, humans can maybe go six feet <laughs> above water. Dolphins can go fifteen. Uh, you're wearing jorts. You're a kid. You're not really. You don't yeah. have a monofin. They have a uh, spoiler alert at the end of the film. They have this scene again where he has his fins, and then I would say, okay, a little bit. You're not wearing jorts. No, you actually have fins. Maybe it's possible, but at this moment, this has been math busted. Math busted. And that's, that's the end of that. That's that on that. All right, so that, that brings us back to states. Wow, states. We're back at states. states. So Cody rushes to states. Again, he's late. He never checks in on time. He never warms up properly. This kid is the worst athlete ever yeah. in terms of, like, his regimen. Really Might is. I say that? I don't know. How, I, I would have been kicked off the team at this point if this was, like, wow. one of my coaches back in the day. They would have been pissed. No. Um, so they're swimming, whatever. Really intense race. Him and Sean are going against each other. Like, oh my god, it's close. And then, like, Cody pulls ahead, and then Sean pulls ahead, and they go back and forth. And then, finally, like, they're looking at their watches, and they're like, oh my god, this is gonna set a meet record. This is crazy. Blah, 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 blah. And Cody wins. Bing, bang, boom. It's awesome. It's amazing. Everyone's cheering. Cody. Sidebar, I'm sorry, I need to say. <laughs> in the moment before the race started, they were standing around in their Speedos and Letterman jackets, and I just thought, wow, what a weird flex. <laughs> Swimmers have Letterman jackets? I, again, thought only football and basketball. Why are these the only two sports I thought of? I don't know. You clearly had a sheltered sport life. Cle- well, clearly. clearly. Um, so Cody wins. He is ready to cheer. He throws his hands out of the water. And what do we see? But his arms are, like, turning into fins. Fins. Fins coming out on both ends. And the whole... This is, again, where my anxiety was heightened. Um, and the whole time I'm just like, put your arms down. Like, put like Jess, tell him to put his arms down. Like, please, because Jess can see. And I'm like, go tell him to put his arms down. And he just doesn't. He just doesn't. Jess doesn't. And it's really upsetting. And um, so... Yeah, no, he's just, like, looking at him, like... He doesn't tell him to do it. And who else is looking at him but Big John, Big who John. who I don't know if we've stated this yet. We haven't mentioned him since the... No, he's beginning. Jess's dad, which is just funny to me, because um, they don't look like they're related literally at all, no. and it doesn't seem like they have much of a relationship, honestly. No, Which, you know, all families are different. But I think different. that's also part of the film in the end. Yes, it's true. Um, there's a little bit of bonding at the end. Um, but... Big John notices. He, like, has binoculars, and he can see that there's fins coming out of his arms. And then Sean sees, which is also upsetting, because I'm like, oh, no, Sean's Mm -hmm. gonna blow up his spot. And Cody runs into the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. And And then he ends up on the ceiling. Spider pig round two. Also, again, weird. When you get out of the water, what are you gonna put on your body as you run and chase someone to find them? Obviously... (laughs) Your Letterman jacket. Like, I would think either nothing or a towel, but now you're going to get your whole inside of your jacket that must be wet. really gross, actually. Right? With, like, pool water? Again, Ooh. my only thought, but whatever. I would... That was my thought on that. It's Listen. a thought. Anyway, whatever. So, now he's full-on merman. He is full uh, He's getting to full-on merman. Well, yeah. He's as close to full-on until the final scene, right? I guess so. Is this where he starts, like, really feeling pain, I guess? Does he run he to goes, Jess? He, where does he go? He goes home? His parents pick him up. His parents, his pick, parents him pick him up. Yeah. And then Jess, you're right, his parents pick him up, and then Jess comes to his house, and he's like, everybody's freaking out, like, blah, blah, blah. And then he had went to the water. His mom's like, he's by the water, like, as if nothing is wrong. I don't think, is that what happened? Jess comes on his bike. 
and his mom, he's like, where is he? Oh. Because basically Jess's dad, Big John, was taken out of his boat to try to go catch the mermaids because his whole life... You skipped ahead a little bit because there is another moment I would like to share. What? When they're in the house and he's on the couch and he's like, they don't know what to do. And Sam comes and she sees his, like, fish fins for the first time. Oh, I forgot about that. And Sam, who is Cody's girlfriend, and they seem to be very close, good friends. She was clearly obsessed with him enough to give him a photo of herself. Yeah. Or (laughs) obsessed with herself enough. I support it either way. She freaks out. She freaks out. She's like, this this is too much. I can't. She, like, faints and she's like, I can't do this. This is too much. And I'm like... What the hell? She's so rude. She leaves. She storms out. Cody's just, like, trying to explain himself. And at this moment, this is where I was really upset with Sam. I was like, really? This boy... She's like, why didn't you tell me? And, yeah. Really upsetting. Yeah. It was weird how she was angry and not just, like, weirded out or upset. Like, I couldn't... Her anger was unfounded. Is that a word? Yes. Right? In that moment, it just, like, it went from zero to a hundred. I'm sorry. I completely forgot about that scene. Yeah. How could I forget about any scene from this film? <laughs> it's really hard, honestly. Clearly, all of it has stuck with me for 20 years. Truly. Um, obviously. So, yeah, let's let's fast forward again. So he gets to the water. So he's he's in the water. And Jess's dad is, like, basically realizing that um, Cody is a mermaid. And basically, since he had seen that mermaid 20 or 13 years ago, he's been, like, made fun of by other adults who, like, weirdly do this version of adult bullying. They, like, shame him for They're believing They're like, I'm gonna go mermaids. play poker with the Easter bunny. Oh, yeah, I forgot that about was that whole so thing. It was weird so weird. Me. So strange. Anyway. They were gaslighting Big John, because he was like, I saw a mermaid 13 years ago, and he was doing this for 13 years. Not, you know, you know. Um, and they were like, okay, sure thing. So he's like, here's my moment to actually see them. People aren't gonna think I'm crazy anymore. But bada-bing. So he goes to try to catch Cody in the water. Yes. Because I guess he also assumes if Cody's there, his mom will be there. Yeah. His mermom. His mermom. Yes. But real mom. Real mom, but mermom. Alright, so Cody gets to the water. Yeah. And then, um, Sam comes. Yeah, and then he's like, hey, I want to show you something. It's my mom. (laughs) Um, which is just, I mean, I don't know if that was the exact. Something like that. It was something like that. Um, and so he literally, like, weirdly introduces Sam to his mermom, and she, like, Sam, like, weirdly understands at this point, I Yeah, feel. and, like, they when they went to get in the water together, he, like, held out his hand to hold her hand, but he had his fin. And she yeah. was, he was like, it's okay. <laughs> you could, it won't scratch you, it's fine. You won't, you won't catch the fish, it's okay. Um, anyway, so they see the mom, or whatever, and then he comes back on shore. Yeah, They both come back on shore. They do. And then he, like, starts feeling not well. Yeah. He, he starts like, having, like... He looks ill. Severe pains. Yeah. I, it, to me, it looked like he had kidney stones. Yeah. Was, that was a yeah. I was like, I, I like read that note and I was like, which part were you referring to? <laughs> He's like stones. writhing on the floor in pain, like holding his yeah. sides. And I'm like, does he have kidney stones? I also recently watched the episode of Friends where Joey has kidney stones. And wow. the doctor's like, kidney stones. So like that wow. was probably in my head. Mm. Um, but anyway, um, I think that's okay. So yeah, so he's like writhing in pain. Either Jess and or Sam, like, run... I think Sam, like, runs to get help or something, and that's when Big John steals him. I don't think Jess was there yet. I think Jess I think it's Sam, up. then. Sam yeah, runs to get Sam. help. Yeah, his And parents. then, um, Big goes, John takes him. Yeah, Big John... T- because he basically passed out, and the next thing you know, he wakes yes. up and he's with... He's on Big John's, Big John's boat. boat. Which, oh, what was and the name of that boat? Had, I don't know. It had a name. I 
thought it was significant, but I didn't write it and down. And then all of a sudden, he looks down and he has fin- he has a flipper. Oh, tail. Yes. So that's a moment. And then Jess comes on the boat and he's like, "Oh my god." You have a fin. Yeah, and they're like doing that bit for a little, and then obviously the mom is trying to come save um, Cody. Yeah, the mer mom is trying to like mm-hmm. come come save him, but like Big John at the same time is like, "Oh, I'm gonna capture this mer mom. I'm gonna take her and I'm gonna show everybody that I'm not crazy." So it's like it was like a trap, but like also she was trying to do good. It was interesting. It's a trap. <laughs> and so then he uh, he catches the mom, and then Jess jumps in the water and cuts her free with a knife. Yeah, he does, and which was a huge dro- moment for Jess. And then he I drops think... the knife in the water. Pollution. Mm. 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 So, here's the thing. You're skipping a little bit over Jess's, like, bravery in this moment. Jess, Jess the whole theme of the movie during throughout this thing is, like, Jess is a nerd, can't swim. At the same time as they're, like, working on science, Cody is teaching Jess how to swim. Does he say, can't believe I'm gonna do this? Is that a line he says, or am I doing another squints memory? Um... I feel like maybe it's a line. It sounds sounds right. I don't know. But regardless, it's huge for him to get in the water without a big tube and swimmies. Oh, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. Even he was like only in a pool. This he's in the ocean. Whatever. Or bay. Whatever this is. Who knows? He jumps in. So I'm like, oh my God, Jess's big moment. This is it. He, he waves first. He's in the water. He waves. He's like, hey, look, I'm in the water. And I'm like, you're wasting time, Jess. Right. Goes down, cuts uh, the mermom out simultaneously crushing Big John's dreams. Yes. A tragedy for Big John. And maybe... Who, who, by the way, from my memory of the movie, was a completely evil Disney character. Whole new light for me. I know you feel differently, but whole new light for me. I don't think he's evil. I don't think he's that good. He's just, like, weirdly conniving the whole time. He's, like, not a... Seems to be not a great dad. He's, like... Yeah. Weirdly obsessed with this, like, one thing. It just, like, doesn't... He doesn't present that well. And I just... I didn't love him at the end. I was like, this guy's a freaking... No, but I just felt like he wasn't evil. Like, I felt for him at the end. not an evil guy. But whatever. So the mom gets set free, and then Cody's parents show up. Mm -hmm. And they have this whole scene where they're like, is he gonna go live with the new mom? And the mom, like... The goodbye party. Right, Yeah, the goodbye party. (laughs) And then the land mom, as I called her. (laughs) Land mom. Which I typed (laughs) down, and I don't remember where I got that from. I like But the land mom... Land mom and mermom. Land mom and mermom. So land mom makes a joke, like, she promises to have you back by what? By the time school starts. By the time school starts. And so I was like, he's coming back? Because I thought he's going to live in the ocean. He now has literally a tail. How is he ever going to come back on land? Here's my. That's I have also have questions about this. It was like very clear to me that yes, he would be back eventually. This was unclear to me. I, it was I, the the timeline because they all were like, "We'll see you soon. It'll only be a little bit. I'll see you in a few weeks or months or something." Like I don't know. It was really weird. And like they all had their each individual goodbyes. Like Sam and Jess and the mom and the dad. It was very strange. I didn't I, love the goodbye train. Here's the thing. I understand why their comments made it seem like he was coming back, but. Having but them all the be so confused by a mermaid, and then he gets a tail, and then they think that he's gonna, it's gonna go away. So I think she's gonna like weirdly teach him how to like train his mermanish ways, but but then why wouldn't she? Have that's that's my question. That's I know. Thing. That's that's why I'm Wait, still confused. I, about they're it. not gonna know my question. Oh, sorry. Because <laughs> we know what each other's okay. thinking. All right, all right, all right. That if if they can just turn back and forth from human to mer person. Why would she have let him live with someone else for 13 years? Why wouldn't she have got her legs, you know? 
Yeah, I don't know. It's a great question. I don't know enough about mermaid cultural personal culture personally to understand. You know who does know a lot about Chelsea. mermaid culture? She Chelsea. Does. She would be great to like phone in on this. Chelsea right now. is our great great friend. Um. Yeah. She she'll eventually be on here. She will. at some point. But yeah. So I at the end I was a little confused. I was like, so <laughs> I got really loud there. Um. So like, is he gonna like be a mermaid forever? Is he gonna have legs? Can he like turn it on and off? Is it just when he's in the water? So I I don't know. I think it's weird, but it ends. I don't know if it doesn't end exactly on this, but one of the last lines in the movie that I I truly loved. Oh, this was great. Was obviously by Jess. Um, still on that self-deprecating train, and he says, "I finally get a friend," and he turns into a fish, and I. Audibly laughed out loud. I, I was like, it. huh, that is funny. That um, was funny. It was funny. I really liked it. All right. And then there's one more, like, really. Uh, oh, this is beautiful. my favorite part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I keep saying this is my favorite part, but I truly love this. <laughs> the animations of him jumping out of the water are so 1999. It's beautiful. Oh, man. A beautiful. The graphics are just. The graphics Plot, are like. Chef's kiss. There's like 10 pixels on the whole screen <laughs> while it's happening, and like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like slow-mo is- because like they could never do it not slow-mo oh like. my god it's amazing and that's how it ends end scene that wow. is the 13th year my post movie thoughts can i do mine first because they're not as intricate as yours <laughs> sure. my post movie thoughts were truly just um <laughs> hysterical they were just what I was thinking. First off, um, so this we did we I watched this when I was Over home Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving break. break. So I was like in my like home like living room taking up like my parents' space. So they like weren't super stoked about me taking up like living room TV time like in the like prime time hours of the night to watch the thirteenth year. They both came to me at some point and were like, "What what are you watching?" and like, "Why are you watching it?" and I was like, "He's a merman," and that was that was not enough apparently. <laughs> so sorry, um, but. It wasn't as terrible as I remember. Um, I don't know why I hated it, honestly. It was definitely a weird movie, and again, I don't know what the mom is going to do in a few months with Cody that will make him, like, not a merman, or, like, how he's going to manage this. Like, will he ever be able to swim again? I had a lot of questions about the logistics of, like, what was this mermaid training going to be, and, like, how is he going to come back? Um, In my opinion, apparently Jess was the star of the show, but could be a bit much at times. Sam was great at first, but she turned into an ass at some point, and I, she never could come back for me. I don't know. That was, it was irredeemable. It was choice to define a 13-year-old child. Sorry. She was unnecessarily mad. Um, she was. Fuck Sean. That's my mm. no explanation needed. Dave Coulier, consistently a winner. Like I said earlier, he was like my shining star throughout the whole thing. Every time he spoke, I was like, oh, Dave Coulier. Um, and I wonder what Cody is up to now, which I Cody, hope, also known as Ches Starbuck. Which is a name if I've ever heard Which, one. when I looked at it, his IMBD really hasn't been anything since been in anything since the year 2000. Oh, wow. Um, except for one short film in the year 2016, The Long and the Short. Interesting. Um, I guess he was in something in 2003, Recipe for Disaster. Still, really long time ago. But otherwise, ago. this was one of his uh, shining Wow, moments. he was in a Mary-Kate Ashley movie, though. Mm. Impressive. School dance party, he played Rick. You love to see it. You love to see it. All right, All right. so now it's <laughs> got a little bit uh, more... Is an incredibly creative storyline, and most things I remember ended up being significant part, insignificant parts of the movie. The getting really thirsty and the, like, being a popular boy didn't end up really being that important. Yeah, no, not giant themes. Yes. My biggest takeaway, surprisingly, was Jess's dad, who, like I said before, I remembered being a Disney villain, but in the end, was just a guy who wasn't evil at all. Just, just like, trying to not 
to, to realize his own sanity. Yeah. Only thing I could think anytime Jess was on screen was squints, and that was constant throughout. Like, the whole... He just kept being more and more squints we for me. We also didn't... Uh, sorry, we also breathed over this part. The what? squints... His squints moment of when... When after he went down and saved the the mermom, he came out of the water and was, like, oh, not yeah. breathing, and who out of all people... But Sam yep. gives him CPR. It's just like they did it again a second time. And it was just like exactly the uh, Wendy and Squints moment yeah. from Sam Lot. It was just like, I just, could have been shot for shot. I just needed him to have a backwards hat. That was all I needed. Yeah. But whatever. Um, also, th- this I, I think is a pretty significant takeaway. I'm impressed by this one. It's a great movie that has a quote like nerd or unpopular protagonist who doesn't at any point act like anyone but himself to gain popularity. Think Mean Girls, Euphoria, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. He's always a nerd the whole way through. Yeah. So, Jess, by the way. Yeah, Jess. Yeah. So, an interesting take I like He stayed true to himself I the liked entire time. He was just yeah. like, you're going to be my friend or you're not, and I'm going to stay the same. And arguable if, like, characters from Mean Girls or Euphoria, Kat and um, Katie... Katie act like anyone but themselves, quote, like, what does that mean? Yes. Maybe that was them all yes. along, but the point is, yes. they didn't have a character transformation no. as they gained popularity. Yeah. He got really friends great without changing. on those two. Thank wow. you. Love yeah. to see it. Yeah, thank you. I like the euphoria reference. Um, and then I said, not that much to math by Sierra overall, despite it being about mermaids, it was relatively realistic, <laughs> timelines and such. You know, relatively is a strong word. Yeah. I think, I think they did a good job for what they could do being a 90-minute film. In 1999, Disney Channel original movie. They did what they could. And also, now we get to back at the beginning. This is Disney's one line about the film, which was, Cody learns he can (laughs) communicate with fish as he nears his 13th birthday. And yet, him (laughs) communicating with fish was so insignificant, we didn't bring it up. But there was one moment where he literally says something and a fish replies. He says, you, jump. And And he jumps jumps out of the fish tank. And it lasts approximately 15 seconds. And so Disney... You can give one sentence to summarize this film, and that is what That's you choose. Sentence. That's Truly it. confused. It was really not a good representation of the movie. Not a good opinion. representation. You definitely could do much better with that. Like as he approaches his thirteenth birthday, turns into a fish. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe that gives too much away. Sure, or like, but like has aquatic changes. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but communicating notices. With fish, I mean, I guess notices things changing. It's just like puberty. Yeah, um, but communicating with fish is just. It not just everything. that was not like it, it never like happened importantly again like it was never significant yeah bottom line excellent first movie for this i think it was a good good first choice and tune in soon for our second choice while you're at it follow us on instagram at disney plus or minus all spelled out and honestly send us a dm you'll love a good dm love a good dm you can also follow us on twitter at disney plus or underscore couldn't fit the whole thing Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We really hope you join us for the next one. A testing. See, but that's not how you're going to be talking the whole time. <laughs> you can't just yell into it and testing, be like, this testing, is it. I mean, it, testing like, one, two, three. And then again, now you're moving away, close to the microphone and away I from the microphone. <laughs> this is our like new intro. <laughs> what is the line? <laughs> <laughs>